it's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Welcome to Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. We believe that retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. Well, I'm your host, Jared Sebastian. I'm the co-founder of Retire Repurpose alongside Ben Tejas. Thank you so much for joining us today. Maybe you found us on the radio. Maybe you found us online. Regardless, head over to iTunes, find our podcast, subscribe. Better yet, leave us a quick positive rating and review. If you just take a moment and do that, we would appreciate that so much. Now, this podcast is all about retirement, but it's not about money. It's about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. Few people can just flip the switch from working a career 30, 40, 50 plus years and then shutting it off on Retirement Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. If you want more for your life and your retirement, then you have come to the right place. Well, on this episode, we continue our series on retirement happiness. Society tells us that retirement is the time when we can truly live and be happy. But does retirement make good on that promise? And furthermore, what makes us happy in the first place? Well, today is part two of life's most important questions, which includes where do I belong and what am I supposed to do? Oftentimes, your job effortlessly answers these questions. But what about during retirement? In this podcast, Ben talks about how these questions demand an answer at any age and the dangers retirement can bring when these questions are left unanswered with the removal of work from the life equation. Enjoy this episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We are so glad you're joining us. We are continuing this series on retirement happiness, and we are going to do part two of life's most important questions. Real quick, before we get started with today's show, I just do want to remind people one more time, if you missed our seminar a week and a half ago, it was titled The Top Three Retirement Lies, What They Are and How to Avoid Them. This was a great seminar. I highly encourage you, go check it out. If you missed it, uh, go to YouTube and search Tatious Financial on YouTube. You'll find our YouTube channel there. And once you visit our channel, there's a number of playlists. And one of those playlists is online seminars. It's going to be the latest one in the online seminar again titled the top three retirement lies what they are and how to avoid them we really kind of talked about how society has has given retirees a certain um, way to think and a way to approach and plan for retirement and even live it out and a lot of the lies really were not uh, financial based but there was a ton of financial overlap on how we look at money our relationship with money you know, even our relationship with others so I highly encourage you to check it out actually one of the lies is retirement will make you happy so if that's a lie that you've believed uh, and thought maybe over the years as you're approaching retirement, uh, again, go check that out. Visit YouTube, search Tages Financial. You'll find our YouTube channel and go check that out. Ben Tages joins me on the show right now, and we had a spectacular show last week. We talked about life's most important questions. There were three of them, and we really dove into the first one. Let's give people a little recap on last week's show. Yeah, the questions we're working through uh, is who am I? And I think that one answers questions about identity. That's basically where we spent our show last week. Uh, the other two are where do I belong, which helps us look at our security, right? We got to belong. We're created to belong. 
And then the last one is, what am I supposed to do and why am I here? And that's really questions about significance and purpose. So when we look at identity, um, one of the things I thought last week's show, um, I told a story about um, really how um, it's really hard to pretend to be somebody you're not. And Mm -hmm. so many times in life, Jared, we spend most of our life trying to be uh, something that we're not. And and life's hard enough just being who you are and going through life. It's (laughs) even that much harder when you're trying to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. One of the things I took away from last week's show is these questions, especially the identity piece. This isn't something that is answered, you know, once. It's not something that just comes up when you're an adult. It's not just something that comes up when you're a retiree. It's really a question you're you're continually trying to find. And I think if we're honest with, with ourselves, we can all think back when we were trying to do something, be somebody um, that we weren't. But really, it, it it showed me just how important this is for a retiree because there is so much of our I don't want to say like our mojo, like kind of our, the substance of, of what makes us up suddenly and abruptly goes away. This identity piece is just such an important part of a retiree's life. Yeah, it is. I mean, who I am changes over time. You know, when you're, when you're a kid, you're looking at kind of your identity and, and, and probably the, the sports and maybe it's the activities that you're involved in. And then, then it becomes our vocation. We tend to say, oh, I'm a carpenter. I'm a speaker. I'm a, I'm a mom. I'm a, you fill in the blank. It becomes our vocation. It shouldn't be, but that's where it goes. And then, and then it becomes maybe our passions, you know, things we enjoy to do and our hobbies. Um, what I don't think it ever should be is, Hey, I'm a retiree. Our identity shouldn't be any of those things. Mm. We know that in order to have, you you know, really that fullness and to be who we are created to be, we have to find our identity in Christ, right? We have to, you know, discern and that takes time, but figure out who you're created mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. That brings up two thoughts. Number one, I think this identity piece is, is a road that a lot of people may not want to go down or it's difficult for them because you really, really have to be introspective um, be vulnerable, be willing to look in the mirror and ask yourself very difficult questions. And secondly, last week, you ended last week's show by saying, you know, when somebody asks you, who are you, what do you do? Stop saying you're a retiree. Explain that to people one more time. Well, I think re- retirement is just part of your life. It's just a, that happens to be a time when you don't have to work for money. Right. Uh, that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, it's like an employment uh, status. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I think many times when we talk about who we are, we we tie that back to our vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's so common. And I would just want people to think: No, the fact that I'm a retiree didn't change who I am one bit. Uh, it's not going to make you happy. Right. It's not going to make you less happy. Right. You you are still who you were while you're working. Mm-hmm. Right. You are still who God created you to be. And I think that's what people yep. need to remember. Again, the scary part is this identity piece. Um, it's your vocation, your job kind of gave you a facade, so to speak. I'm not a facade is kind of a negative word, but it gave you a smokescreen. It gave you an easy out. It gave you an easy answer uh, to this identity piece, because, again, we can we can default. Uh, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor or pilot or mom or whatever. And none of those things are wrong. But once they're gone now, the the cracks are exposed 
Um, and like I said, they're exposed big time and they're exposed very quickly. And that's a real tough transition. Yeah. And then you've got a lot of time on your hands, right? right. And, and you've got time to kind of think through these things and to, to process. And that, that time needs to be used very specifically mm-hmm. to be answering those questions. Yeah. Well, if you missed last week's show, again, this is, I don't want to say it's the most important piece, but it is a very vital piece to a retiree's life. This identity piece, man, we spent an entire show on it. If you missed last week's show, go back, check it out, go to your favorite podcasting platform, whatever it is, find us on iTunes, but go back and listen to that show because a lot of that show is going to kind of come into play and come into context with today's show. So go check that out. So the other two questions, you've mentioned those. We're going to spend some time now and really spend this week's show on dissecting these next two questions. Where should we start? Well, start with the where do I belong question. And and why that one's so important, Jared, is it, it answers this question about security or community, right? And and God made us as wanting to belong, to be, uh, we, we know uh, that, that isolation is one of the worst things for retirees, but I, I think we're all created, whether or not you're in this retirement age or not, to be part of something, to be part of a group. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I think even, you know, dating back to when we're children or, you know, kids, adolescents, we're always looking to belong. I think it's just an, an innate part of the human experience. Um, and also, too, again, I, my, my mind immediately goes to how bad isolation is. I think of the Jim story in your book, Repurpose, where, you know, Jim was a factory worker, been around people, had social interactions, and then how devastating isolation was to him. There's no doubt there's a link between isolation and depression. And so, I, again, I think that this piece is it's a, it's a lifelong journey that we have to continually find and kind of morph and discover. Yeah, you look at your your time during high school. I remember that that time real clearly. You know, you're part of a little group, a clique as they call them. You move into college, there's probably clubs and things like that. Uh, the working years, you kind of start to associate yourself as a certain type of um, worker. You know, you know, you're you're an IBM or you're a uh, you fill in the blank, whatever, whatever that work is that you're doing. Um, and, and that work family is very, very important. Um, what I don't ever like to hear is this retirement. Hey, I'm part of a club of retirees. Uh, right. again, uh, you want community mm-hmm. and part of community cannot be just getting together and doing, you know, nothing that's, that's going to sound really harsh. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're, if you're thinking, Oh, I have community and my community is that I get together with the guys and have coffee every Thursday. That's not the problem. Uh, that's great. But if that's all you're doing is trying to solve the world's problems together, yeah. only talking about them, that's not a true community. You think of communities over time. And, and you know, there's books written on tribes and what makes this important. Mm-hmm. They need, in order to be a healthy community, they need a goal. They're an objective, a mm. project, yeah. whatever that might be. That's what made your work, uh, your work family so important. That work community, yeah. you are all working together to accomplish accomplish a common mm-hmm. goal. You know, that that's a really interesting point. I had never thought about that, but that's actually what some of our previous shows talked about. Because again, this relational biosphere um, kind of started with the community, the outer group, as we would call in our working years, you know, the group of people you're working with to, to accomplish a certain goal. That's important. But your friends are also important. Your coffee buddies, they're important, but that also can't necessarily be your community. Because again, your coffee buddies are probably very similar in age. You probably have a lot of the same interests. And it's generally probably just to socialize. You know, and socialization is certainly a big piece of it, but it's not the community. And the one thing we haven't talked about is your family. Like your community all of a sudden can't become your family because that's not really 
that's not really your true tribe either. You're, it's, it's your family tribe, but it's not this bigger outer circle, which which is no more or less important than the others. Well, yeah, I think I think we need this group of people, and, and hopefully some of them don't look and act and aren't the same exact person as you, you all. And, and we need this group of people that are rallying around a cause. Um, again, while working, we're all rallying across a around this cause of creating value yeah. and, and, and accomplishing something together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the piece of really true security and community that you're going to find with where do I belong? Yeah. Uh, belonging somewhere um, that is doing doing something yeah. is really important. I, again, I think that that is what drives people. Last week I mentioned this TED Talk by Daniel Pink. If you've heard that episode or go back and listen to it, I'll mention a story from Daniel Pink. But he gave a TED Talk like I don't know, 12 years ago. It was because he wrote a book called Drive, What Motivates Us. And there was just tons of studies even you know, 10, 15 years ago that what drives people at work is the progress. It's the creation. Yeah, the paycheck's nice. Yeah, I enjoy you know some of the people I work with, but really what really gets people motivated was the autonomy and the freedom to collaborate together and create. Um, you know, like you said, your your coffee buddies and even your family, that's not the point of that particular circle. There's a there's a deeper longing we have. And again, when you retire, all of a sudden that's stripped away. That's a big deal. Yeah, I think as you retire, we don't give enough credit to the fact that that work, that work community did more than just, you know, be, be somebody to talk to and have coffee with. That, that yeah. work community uh, accomplished the, the, the need we have of working together with others to do something. Yeah. I think that's the key. Yeah, this idea of creation, too, really, it is kind of the highest level order of of, of being. You know, last week, again, we talked about this idea of becoming. We want retirees to walk into the fullness of what God created them to be. When you're creating, that is like using the highest level of you to add value. And again, going back to this whole idea of now all of a sudden I'm 65. Uh, I don't have to do that anymore. It's my obligation not to be that person. That was mentioned in our last seminar. That's one of the lies. Um, this whole idea of creation, that is a, that's a big, big piece, and that's not just for the high achievers. There has to be some sort of um, goal or, or moving the needle or something, in, even in a retiree's life. There does, Jared. I think that ties into the, you know, kind of this last question is, what am I supposed to do? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know, why am I here? Why, why, why am I created in the first place? And, and, and that answers this, this question about significance 
or really purpose. And that's what repurposed is all about. Um, and I think that's what's difficult for retirees is you strip away the, the work community, but you also, for many of them, you strip away what was, you know, unknowingly some people actually found purpose and they found great joy in their work. In fact, some of them didn't think they liked their jobs as much as they did until they, they sure. don't have them anymore. Yeah. You know, here's a concept we haven't really talked about on the show before, but like by the time you're in retirement and you have the sound retirement plan, you've done the saving, you know, as you reach retirement, you've kind of, I don't want to say that you've dominated or won, but you've kind of figured out the money aspect. It seems like when you're younger, you're just trying to build a career. You're trying to build a nest egg, right? And then as you get, you know, those last several years in retirement, now you've kind of, you've, I don't say one, but you've figured out that piece. There's a natural swing as human beings where it's like, once I figured that out, now what's the next thing? The next thing is this exactly what we're talking about. It's the significance piece. Yeah, it usually go. We, we move from success to significance, right. right? And I think in your mind, you're like, okay, uh, how, how do I do something? And how, how do I... Um, make sure that I am significant in in life. That is a natural progression. Is um, yeah, a lot of people they see the success they've had and then they move into um, as life gets shorter. Right, right. We, we move closer to the end of our years. Naturally, you look back, and uh, that, that's what makes midlife crisis so interesting, Jared. I think you and I are kind of both kind of almost in the middle of those. Right, and uh, you know we end up looking rearward. We end up looking at the things that we have or haven't done. You know, maybe your feelings haven't, haven't done enough. We've potentially misprioritized family and work, wink, wink. But I think the importance there is that when we do start to kind of move into this this season of what is significant about my life, yeah. okay, you've got to answer some of these really hard questions. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do? I think there's a saying out there. I want to say it's from Albert Einstein or something like that. I should probably do some research on this before I say it on the show. But it's a saying of what got me to this point isn't what's going to get me to the next point. There are different seasons of life. You know, again, what got you to retirement may not be the exact thing, you know, the same mindsets we have going into it. There has to be this mental shift. I think it happens naturally um, anyway uh, because of the season people go in and, and approaching end of life. But this is a, this is a, it's a it's a desire that God puts inside of us that we're 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 calling on people to really engage with. Yeah, I don't have any idea if that's Albert Einstein or not. I, I <laughs> highly doubt it, buddy. But you know what? I, I think th- th- what you just said there is so true. It's what am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Dan Sullivan talks about making your future bigger than your past. So h- how does somebody that's really successful make their future look brighter than the past? How does somebody that had a career, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe you're a doctor and you, you've helped people all your entire life um, get better and get well. How do I, how do I continue to add value mm-hmm. to people around me? How do I help people in retirement. And and it really comes down to making sure that you are keeping value creation in your life. It's going to look different. It's not going to be the same. But God made you, back to this identity piece, as somebody who had certain skills, talents, abilities. Just because you are retired and you're not working for an income anymore mm-hmm. does not change who you are. Yeah. I I was going to ask you that I, as you were explaining kind of this concept of, 
you know, it, you want to keep, you know, building, but yet it's not about building a company or building a business or building a career. <laughs> my, my first question was like, well, how do you do that? And you came back with the answer. You have to continue doing it. It's just going to look different. I think, again, going back to this idea of really operating, you know, with what God gave you, how he created you. He created you with uh, with with uh, creative thoughts, the ability to think, certainly the ability to connect with people. Um, and I think you will naturally find ways of, if you're tapping into that and again, becoming, you know, who God created you to be, I, I think it will become apparent and the value creation will come as a re- result of it. But going back to your point, it's going to look different because it's not going to be for an economic gain or for a business, but it, it will still be there in essence. Yeah, in fact, for some people, they find that their, their most powerful growth and what they do and it is when they truly are in tune with who they're created to be and they're no longer working for a paycheck. In fact, they're no longer building a business to for the financial rewards of that. They're actually just doing business because they know it helps people. Yeah. Um, I, I think if people's, uh, you know, we know this in business, like if your goal in business is to create income, it is to create, you know, bigger dollars, mm-hmm. that is not a goal. Your goal, if you're building a business and you're trying to make money, you're in business for the wrong reasons. Yeah. If you're doing, and it's going to be very hard. Yeah. It's going to be challenge after challenge. If you're doing a business in order to help people right. and in order to accomplish a goal, sure. it, the, the money should flow from that, exactly. right? So now if I'm in retirement and I don't need income, right. right? I don't need money, but yet I'm continuing to add value to people around me. I've seen people walk into actually what turns out to be even something More larger, yeah. both, both business-wise yeah. and yeah. when it ties back to their you know, not not just success, but mm-hmm. significance. Yeah, there, there, there's a word that we use a lot uh, in our group, and it's the word alignment. And it's really interesting, and it kind of goes back with the three with the three questions that we pose: identity. It's really looking inward, but also you know understanding how God created you. Looking up and inward to really get in tune with how God created you, and then eternalizing that word. Now you're operating in that, right? It's like now it's becoming who you are. A natural outflow is now the external. It's now, what am I going to do with it? And when people are, when they look at their life in that way, they are in alignment with uh, with all three. And that's exactly the path that we've actually walked people through in the, with these three questions. They, they address all three. And again, going back to the whole point of this show, we want retirees to walk into their fullness and become everything God created them to be. You will know your identity. Like you will feel the sense of belonging and the significance will come as a natural result of it. So this whole idea of alignment to me is so, it's just congruent with even the research with Chip Ingram's uh, podcast or who kind of came up with these questions and, and probably thousands of studies that have been done on this. There's something to this idea, but what makes this particular outlet significant is because to a retiree, this is where it's front and center and it's right in your face and you can't ignore it or, or hide behind your, your career or vocation as an identity. Yeah, it, it really brings up some of those questions front and center, mm-hmm. doesn't it? And I think, you know, we go back to this, who am I in identity and the, you know, where do I belong? You got to find my security in something in, in a group. And then what am I supposed to do? You know, mm-hmm. why am I here uh, in answering our significance or purpose? And I think those those questions, if I'm a retiree today, there is no doubt, Jared, that mm-hmm. retirees can be struggling because all of a sudden you're coming, you're coming into, you know, a, a, a straight out 
here's these questions are right in my face and all three of them uh, the answer if you're retiring by the way that the world would say retirement works right. you you've lost all three yeah exactly. you know, if, if you are yep. falling into the retirement strictly mm-hmm. to be more of you and to spend and if you're doing it for selfish reasons and that's your entire goal yeah. and you're like yep now i just have to get away from work yeah, and, and retire and and, and that's why I think it does come up as a struggle to many people yeah. because when you retire and you just are getting away from work mm-hmm. and just to focus on your own hobbies and your things, which are all great things, yeah. but if that's the goal, you know, then you fall back to, well, who am I? Mm-hmm. Where do I belong? Yeah. And, and why am I here? Yeah, and again, that just continues to reinforce how your job, your job could answer all three of those, by the way, and, and probably have and just naturally will to some extent. Because again, think about who am I, where do I belong, and how do I provide value and significance? Your job can give you all three. And then just like you said, it's immediately stripped away. And if you follow the lies, which we've talked about on the show many times and had seminars on it, you aren't, you aren't going to naturally find answers for those questions. But the, the questions, and I think this is what people need to hear, they don't go away. And the byproduct of a retiree stepping into this phase of life without those questions answered is... A loss, a sense of discontentment, a feeling like we're off just a little bit. And at the end of the day, the one thing we hate is you end up regretting stuff. You look back, you're like, I did not. There was something off about that period, and I didn't take full advantage of that time. Yeah, the only way to live life and not have regrets, right, is to do things. People don't regret what they did. They regret what they did not do. And if you are just kind of existing in retirement and you're just kind of letting the days come to you and you're not being intentional with, with having answered these questions, I think you're setting yourself self up for someday looking back and saying, yeah, I, I, sh- I could have done more. I could have been more involved in my community. I could have done more in my family. Um, I, I could have done more um, in this world. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed part two of this conversation of life's most important questions. As we talked about, these questions demand an answer, and they demand an answer at any point in your life, but especially at retirement. And that's what you have to understand about retirement. Retirement's going to strip away the answers to these questions. So again, you need to intentionally and methodically answer these questions before and during retirement. If you'd like a copy of Ben's book, Repurpose the Untold Story of Retirement in America, just visit our website, retirerepurposed.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey a lot easier.